on this week's episode. Catch up on two weeks of content of Swag and Repeat. Get excited to watch fireworks over Beijing. And go out and about with Laura Lee Shapiro. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Good morning and welcome to Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from Del Frisco. Oh my God, it feels so good to be six feet away from you guys. Yes, this is great. <laughs> We're actually in person. This is fun. This is different. It's been a while. It's been a while. And if you notice, Joe, you can hear you so much clearer now. Uh, I can feel clear now. My mic is on. Right. <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, that's good. It was, it was I like, still got it. Not, not close enough that we had to pay rights for that song. Yeah, so no, it was yes. long enough. Yeah, it was a parody. So that works. All right. So this is episode 54. We are a weekly podcast that covers the networking events that makes up Orlando's meeting and events industry. We talk about the available jobs. We cover the breaking news and we chat with industry professionals about what's going on on in Orlando. You can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on our SoundCloud page, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And hopefully soon, Spotify and iHeartRadio. We're waiting. Dave has been busy these past couple of weeks. Yeah, they said two weeks, and I think they're waiting on that two weeks to approve us. This podcast is for reals now. Yeah, so (laughs) hopefully you can search and find us on those two soon. You can keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Swag and repeat. Swag, 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 swag. All right. I am one of your three co-hosts, uh, Dave Buckaloo, Buckle Hospitality. Uh, joining me as always, we have Selena Molinex. Hi, everybody. Glad and to be back on. Well, you never left. <laughs> but I'm back in real life. Yes. It I is. can hear myself now. That's yeah. the difference. Before I couldn't hear myself. Does it feel so good to hear yourself again? Yes. <laughs> real equipment. We're not narcissistic at all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Joe Truitt. That's me. Hey, good hey. to see you. To my left is Joe Truitt. And then right in front of me, we have Laura Lee Shapiro, the global account executive of Conference Direct. Good morning. Uh, good morning. She's coming to us virtually, so she's on Zoom. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than six feet away from you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good, though. Thank you. Hey, Probably like six miles away. Or maybe more than that. It's nice, though, because Dave has you propped up. You don't know this, but Dave has you propped up on a nice tripod. So you're actually eye level with all of us. So it's actually nice. It's like you're here. I'll have to get a picture of this. So I'm, I'm kind of looking at you eye to eye. Exactly. <laughs> it's a little creepy. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so we always start out with a question of the week. Okay. So this will be no different. And our guest, Laura Lee Shapiro, is originally from Canada. Am I correct on that? Yes, you are. Okay. Toronto, so, born and raised. Toronto. This would be really awkward if you weren't. And he's like <laughs> thought this the whole time. <laughs> well, my favorite part is every once in a while when she says about, it comes oh, up. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, That's it's so part. perfect. It, I just, just love when she says it. Just let her talk until that word comes yes. up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that and like save that and then we'll just put that in clips. Yeah. He plays a drinking game by himself every time he talks to you. <laughs> All right. So I'm it's gonna a, try and work in. I'm going to try and work in as many out and abouts in my interview. Oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm into it now. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the show title right there. Out and about. Okay. So it's a simple question. Just what is your favorite thing about Canada? And we will start with Selena. Oh, cool. Because I know nothing about Canada. Well, I do know. I don't know. If you say maple syrup. Like... I know. I was thinking <laughs> well, that. I was you thinking could talk like about the your breakfast. community. My breakfast. Okay, sure. We could talk about my breakfast. So I like ham. I don't like bacon. I know it's probably the same animal. Also. <laughs> probably. Um, Who knows? <laughs> I I learned that some restaurants like McDonald's, Wawa, some people call ham Canadian bacon, but it's the same thing as ham. Is that is it the same? We got our no. Canadian expert here. See, it's okay. different. But to me, it's it's thicker, right? Is that what it is? It, it's a thicker cut, and there's usually not usually sometimes they have like pea meal around the edges around the outside. Yeah, um, yeah. Pea meal bacon is probably closer to Canadian bacon. I also think that ham is is like baked, and Canadian bacon sometimes is can be fried too, right? Oh, I don't know. We never fried bacon. Oh, see, I that's mean, I think ham. that's where I we get fried lost. Bacon. We didn't fry ham. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Well, who knows? Anyway, it's delicious. Thanks for that. That's what I like. I like Canadian. It's a great contribution to uh, the world. <laughs> I was also going to throw in there Celine Dion. I know she's oh, she's she's great for everybody. Yeah. yeah, my heart will go on. Absolutely, that's a good one. All right, what about you, Joe? Uh, my favorite thing about Canada is that I got engaged there. So about yeah. almost a year ago now. Duh. I didn't even think about Duh. that. Duh. I mean, come on. Uh, 11 I months ago, that. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Last June 21st, I was supposed to be hosting a GMF luncheon here at Del Frisco's. But instead, I took a hiatus for four days and went to Montreal with two of our best friends and got engaged on top of the mountain there. So there you go. <laughs> you know, the okay. There's like one mountain. Like, that's it. <laughs> Mount Royal? I was, was going to 
going to say which which mountain in Quebec because there's a few of them. Do you remember? In Mount, I was at Mount Royal in Montreal. Yeah, beautiful. So it was it was nice at sunset. He did a great job, and uh, I'm still with him. So I mean, you said point. yes. So. I did say yes, and I'm still saying yes, and I'm getting married in six months. What about you, Laurie? My favorite thing about Canada is yes. probably uh, cottage country. My family has had cottages all my life up in an area called Muskoka, which is a couple hours north of Toronto. And growing up, the whole summer, last day of school, you load up the car, you go to the cottage, and you don't come back till Labor Day weekend. That sounds ideal. So, I know. <laughs> hang out. Yeah, you just you escape the city and you hang out at the lake. I mean, you come in, you come back into town to you know go to baseball games because you know go Blue Jays back in the days when they would win. So. <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. I used to love going to Blue Jays games for spring training when I was living in Tampa because they're in Dunedin. Uh, in Dunedin, yeah, they had a, a that was a good time up there. Yeah, they have a new stadium. Well, I don't know if it's open yet. It was supposed to be open this year, I think, for spring training. It was open. I usually go catch them when they're in Lakeland playing the Tigers because that's the closest one for me. I don't like going to Tampa to see them play the Yankees because Yankee fans are really mean to us. They're just mean in general. <laughs> I guess it's my turn, right? It's your turn. What okay. Do you, what do you so like So I most? really, I really like the Mounties. I think that that's the coolest thing ever and like the greatest uniform. And I would want to be that if I was there. But I also like going there in the summer because it is like 30 degrees, I feel like, in the morning. And you can go running and it's like unlike Florida. It's unlike Florida, 100%. I was in Montreal yeah. as well over the summer and it was literally like 30 or 40 degrees. And I'm yeah. like, this is just beautiful. And I ran all across their coast onto that little island, which I don't remember what it's called. And I think even close to that mountain, I didn't run mm-hmm. to the top of it, but towards it. So I would say up there as well. Like we went in June, um, which was ideal weather, like for anyone, because it's not 95 degrees and stifling like it is here. People really enjoy their rooftop bars there. Like for the little time that they can have them open with the weather, they, I tell you what, they use every inch of it. So the social distancing thing would not be working up there right now for the uh, <laughs> rooftop bars for sure. <laughs> I think they actually listen there though. That's fair. Might work. <laughs> they probably closed down when they were supposed yeah. to. <laughs> they follow the rules. <laughs> let's keep going. Now that we got all the formalities out of the way, let's talk about it. So the events that we had last week, we'll start with the Glittering Hour. Uh, they did their May meeting, and the topic was how to be a better virtual speaker. Yeah, I mean, it was good attendance. I did a Zoom for the first time this time. Presentation just went through tips about memes of Zoom life and steps and tricks and things that you should know when you're presenting, speaking, doing anything virtually. I also touched a little bit about being a good guest. So when you're a guest in any of these Zoom meetings, what that should look like as well. I thought it was refreshing, but obviously I'm biased in this. (laughs) Well, I was a guest, so I can also comment. And I loved the etiquette part of it. However, I felt like such a jerk the whole time because I was taking screenshots to post on social media to promote the Glittering Hour for you. (laughs) So I felt like very uh, double-edged there where I was listening. However, I was doing exactly what you told me not to do. And but it worked out either way because I got to get you a little bit of buzz on, on the Insta. Love it. I appreciate the buzz. We also had the Visit Orlando webinar. I jumped onto it. This was the speaker that we've had before. Yeah, the economist. Uh, and he was the one that usually does, I think, I feel like it's August that he usually does. He was perfect for this talk, I thought. Well, what, what did you think? Uh, he's, he's funny and he's personable, yes. which you don't expect from a, an economist. So that was uh, Because we profile everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking of the guy from Ferris Bueller. What's his name? Ben Stein. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm just thinking of when I think of economics. Yeah. It was good. Very reassuring. Uh, You know, he talked about the recession, how we're going to come out of this, when we're realistically going to come out of it. And Visit Orlando puts all these webinars. Yeah on there so you can you know you want to dive into that one and it wasn't sugar-coated like in the least bit that's what i like about this guy is he says we're gonna do the good slides first and they're not good slides that he's talking about he's like and he reminds you in the middle of it he's like and don't forget these are the good slides preface like prefacing everything and like get yourself prepared for what is to come which ultimately did not look awesome to be honest but we'll get we'll get back to it yeah he was hinting mostly at that the recession was kind of coming anyway and there were signs Mm -hmm. and then this just escalated that which i feel like daryl cronk said a year ago i want to say even at gmid didn't he say it here it was it may have been here yeah it was either gmid or here because they had like a power hour lunch as well so i really think that i thought he said q4 of this year so it was coming anyway but then they said oh never mind it looks pretty good and then this happened so um i definitely do think that they kind of knew something was on the horizon. But as we've said time and time again, we were on such a high after 2019 of where we were, just success rates of everything that 
it was probably about time. Joe, uh, tell us about the Ladies Networker on May 14th. I would have loved to have attended this, but I got stuck uh, at the front door doing hosting. So <laughs> we don't have our full staff back yet, so we're still helping out where we can. But uh, Selena, were you able to make it? I was, yeah. It was a great group of women from around the country, actually, connecting what do you about mean? anything. Because Janina was there again. Where she was she there from? last time. She lives in Michigan now. Around the country. I don't know why in my head I thought the Globe, and I was like, who was tapping in from Croatia? <laughs> <Girl>. like, <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, though. But yeah, it was really refreshing to honestly not talk about events, mm-hmm. meetings, work. Yeah. But yeah. it was a lot of, you know, what's going on? How are you feeling? What? I don't want to say it was just that because it was more. It was better just to connect and see everybody's face. At the end, Michelle said goodbye and thank you kind of type thing. And I almost started crying. I was going to ask you cried. It was it was just sad. It's sad, but not. But it's but, a great new chapter for her, and, and that's all that we can ask for is the best for our friends. But at the same time, of course, she's a huge part of our, our industry, and that's going to be tough to fill. And that's why I'm curious. Um, she says she's continuing Ladies Networker as much as she's able. So, for example, she starts work today. Happy first day at your new job, Yay! Michelle. She's um, still in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she'll find out today based on her schedule what that's like, if Ladies Networker will continue and hosting it and all of that. But she does plan to. She just doesn't know her schedule yet. And that's what I found interesting because Ladies Networker was, in my experience in the past, a quest thing. Mm-hmm. So it was Shannon, Leah, Janina. I might have messed up the order. Michelle. So it was like this group and this mailing list yeah. and that's been passed down. And if you go in the group and look at like the admins, you'll see all the past Quest girls. So that's why I'm curious to see how. Maybe she's continues. just such a large legacy that she's like, she's like uh, this is literally <laughs> attached to me. So well, maybe you should uh, help direct on who becomes the new Michelle Brooks uh, Quest. That's true. Well, and make you sure know what? Continues just in case. She did comment on that because we we're talking about how so many people in this industry lost their jobs mm-hmm. and so many are going to be looking. And she said that. That when she put in her notice, when she gave notice to Quest, she mentioned that. She said, you know, I hope this opens the door for somebody else in the industry who's looking for a job. Like, She's so positive, that, that one. That's so nice. That Michelle Brooks. You so, know what? Yeah. That's what's so good, though, about like refreshing about organizations like Tribe and the Ladies Networker and potentially the advisory board. I've never attended, but I do feel like the advisory board doesn't really talk shop. Very much so. I like that because you're you're in the same industry. You have that connection. You don't need to talk shop the whole time. Right. You need to check in on each other and really um, create those authentic relationships. And I really feel like those those groups do that. So, like you said, it is nice to not have to talk about those same topics over and over again. It's almost turned into how's the weather, to be honest. Right. Like, you know, it's what's going on in, in the pandemic world. You know, it's just it's almost small talk at this point just to fill conversation. And that's not what real relationships are about. Well, MPI closed out their Florida Connects series on May 14th with one final session. This one was called Embrace for Impact and it featured Casey Jones who was a survivor of the Miracle on the Hudson which was a 2009 plane crash that crashed into the Hudson. I believe I was the only one that got I, to do that. I was also on it and talk about sh- shedding tears. I mean... This was within the first five minutes of the intro. So his daughter intros him and talks about how she was in a job interview in June 2009 and got out and she had nine missed calls and she listened to her voicemail and it was her father saying, I just got into a, or a plane accident. I'm fine. I love you. And like at that point, every person was just exactly like goosebumps just they were crying in the chat room you could feel it you could feel the tears (laughs) in the chat room absolutely like and you can't put emojis in that because it's not that type of situation but every person was just before he even began to speak and then just throughout the entire experience you were there with him like he was very creative with his illustration and and you could really see the entire story unfolding and i thought it was just an incredible presentation and he's such a fantastic speaker too because mm-hmm. there was no you know crutch words or pauses or you know it wasn't like just somebody was thrust into the situation and just started talking about mm-hmm. it you know, it's like he was a professional speaker beforehand and that showed and he had a great little powerpoint about <clears throat> sorry as you were imagining how it was going down he had like those pictures and you're like that's how i thought it would happen yeah that's you know, exactly what sitting I on, the plane, like. on the wing of the plane yeah and, and he was i think he was either the last or the second to last to get on this the or the rescue boat the boat the boat <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i thought it was really cool too that throughout all of this every the first question was how long did it take you to get back on a plane after that and he said i was on a plane the next day yeah. he, he's like i had to get home to my family I, I was on a plane the next day and then i flew commercial 10 days later he said you can't wait for an opportunity to get back into things you have to just do them and just his outlook on on life and and how positive he sees every day when he wakes up that's what everyone needed and that was the aha moment i feel at the end it's kind of like if you get struck by lightning you're only probably going to get struck by lightning once 
You right? would think, right? It's exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have something to say, Selena? Uh, it seems like a great closeout to the Florida Connect yeah. series. It's, I mean, that was a great series put together between the intro being dynamic and great and up and a positive and now ending it with embrace for impact like take every day you're still alive you're still healthy like yep. yes you might be down you might not be working and designing and planning the same meetings that you were four months ago but you're still here so what now what from the week before so what now you know so great they were all over the board all four of the speakers but they were all so great in their own ways so uh thank you to all those chapters that were part of that and selena you're part of the task force as well with mpi to put that together i thought it was a really good month of education yeah, great job selena and Joe, shout out. Toot, toot. And Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the nine to five is back. It's back. So if you've been looking at the Facebook group, <laughs> there's dancing going on here in the background. Sorry, got distracted. But if you're looking at the Facebook group, there was a job posted last week for director of event planning at the Marriott Orlando downtown. We also talked on the last podcast about the same hotel hiring, and uh, now they have another position. So if you want to work, Marriott Orlando downtown is hiring everyone. They need people like right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, go in there, you're getting a job right away. Let's just do it. Uh, the current position, the newest one that I have to tell you about is food and beverage attendant. So they're hiring all over the place. Other companies hiring, and these again have been posted in the last week, is the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. They're looking for a senior sales executive to handle 700 people plus or 700 room plus something. Probably room. Um, Mid-Atlantic Corporate and Association Market. Intercom is hiring an account executive. Wyndham Destinations is looking for a workforce planning coordinator. And Game Time down in Kissimmee is looking for a group sales and special events manager. Great to see a lot of jobs, you know, real professional back. jobs coming back. And They're coming back. Yes, and Selena is on top of them as always. So thank you so much. And again, they're still being posted in the album on the Facebook group. So definitely check out yeah. their for the fastest response. Yeah, in our Facebook group, we have two announcements, which basically just means they stay at the top at all times. So one of them is the jobs, and the other one is our upcoming speakers. So you can take a look at that and see those available jobs as she posts the pictures uh, that she gets, screenshots that she gets for those jobs. Moving on to promos, we have a couple happy birthdays to announce. Amy Keith. Yeah, happy birthday, Amy Keith. That's today. Dueling pianos? Yes. Randy and Amy. Uh, Tomorrow, we're celebrating Carolyn Durant. Happy 30th birthday, Carolyn. Former guest, Carolyn Durant. Yay. All right, we'll save the Wednesday one. We'll come back to that. Okay. Then we have Thursday, Amanda Schmidt. Yep. With Orange Blossom. Bride. Bride? Yes. Nothing on Friday. Nobody got born on Friday. But Saturday, we have three. So they saved it for Saturday. So you have former guest, Patrick Van Dusen. GM of Alfondin, Jesse Martinez. And Jimmy Mills. From Go Pegasus. On Sunday, we're celebrating Randy Lowe of Lo and Behold. And Tara Lightfoot of... <laughs> Blue Spark. <laughs> she had to again? go... Yeah, our our Wednesday birthday had to go and, I don't know, maybe fill an order or something? Or <laughs> There's an elevator guy downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> the elevator guy. <laughs> I clearly had to take the stairs because the elevator was down. <laughs> <laughs> but Wednesday is... Joe Truitt's birthday. We'll add a bunch of uh, <laughs> we, we sound like effects in there. Like <laughs> I'll keep birthday, those in Joe. and add more. Thanks. Ah, so what is it, 30? Thank you well? so much. You're yeah. so kind. We're Thanks celebrating you. We're going to go with 30 because that seems to be the number yeah, about of the it. year. It's, it's a popular birthday. I'll take that. That was a good birthday for me that 30 was. What kind of plans do you have? I don't have any. Um, it's on a Wednesday, so I'm probably just going to be working a little bit. And then, um, so I got to go up to Jacksonville over the weekend and see my mom and sister and then also my best friend. So that was kind of a good little celebration for me. It's really all I needed. So I'm, I'm, I'm good for the week. Moving on to In the Biz. More Joe. Joe, give us a wedding update. Oh my update. gosh, this is so exciting. Well, over the weekend, I did go dress shopping. So there's that. Uh, I'm tell leave me it more. There. No, okay, no, don't tell us anything. I'm leaving it there. That's so exciting. Okay. So that happened. I went dress shopping. Oh my gosh. I feel the goosebumps that I was In Jacksonville? There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, that's why I went to see my family and my best friend. Love it. That's a major update. That's a big that's update. A big deal. Guys, I, like I told you last time, like, I kind of blacked out for a couple of months <laughs> and was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I can't do anything anyway. And then I realized... I have six months until the wedding, and so I had to get my my affairs in order, you know? So we're talking about it. Have you considered a drop in attendance at all? So we had a very small list as it was, just because the venue and and kind of what's going on. So it was really strictly family 
to be honest. And I do have like my grandparents that are on the older ages that I don't think we're going to be able to make it anyway. But I I do think that we're going to have a few more of our family members that just won't be able to make it. And we'll probably incorporate some virtual type of of streaming Mm -hmm. so we can all watch oh my gosh love it to be trending by morn (laughs) has the venue reached out to you to say anything like hey be cautious careful here's what we're doing so uh, me being me obviously i reached out to them before they were allowed (laughs) to reach out to me um and i was like just checking in hey remember me they're like yes of course we remember you like you talked to us last week but the biggest thing that i'm concerned about selfishly is that they're building a bridal suite on property at the distillery and it's supposed to be done in october Mm. and the wedding is the second weekend in november so really just trying to see if they, they were able to get some products in that they thought they were supposed to by now to get things rolling. So that's really the only hiccup currently that we have. But I mean, everything else is, is business as usual, which is nice. And and like I said, the group that I have for my attendance really isn't that large. It's less than 80. So we should be good. You'll be it's good. It's exciting. All good. Yeah. Yay! Speaking of not exciting, the city of Orlando has canceled their fireworks ceremony for the 4th of July. They have, we're not using the word canceled. Trigger. Okay. You can't warning. postpone like Fourth of July fireworks. No, but it's been moved, <laughs> repurposed, replanned. I don't know. It's virtual. Okay. Virtual it's fireworks. Lame is what it is. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna have the Beijing fireworks. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We're not talking about that. Inside <laughs> joke. You guys will never know. Okay. So, um, yeah, Mayor Betty Dyer went on live stream. I believe it was last week, and made this sad announcement that they made the decision that because a hundred thousand people typically come out to the fireworks at Lake Eola, they are doing them virtually now, so you can all watch them at home. That makes me sad because I don't go to Lake Eola, but I do go to Red Hot and Boom the night before. That's Cranes what Rose. I was going to ask because obviously everything piggybacks on one another if one's yes. not doing it the other one's not doing it exactly. you know peer pressure and stuff so so as of this recording we have not seen an announcement on them but the park was just shut down like yeah. we couldn't even run around the lake so maybe they'll yeah. do two nights now you know what that's what Let's you should do you should learn from the convention center <laughs> and instead of a three-day event make it a two-week thing yeah, that's, I celebrate America all week Fire. anyway I'm doing Let's it all month do it. Let's go yeah <laughs> from, from Beijing a, is celebrating guys from Memorial Day to 4th of July every night Yes. Go America. Just pop one. Yeah. <laughs> we have eagle flyover every single night. Nace. Nace is in August. Uh, Nace in August. Okay, so there's no change for Nace experience right now. So Which what city was supposed to be in? Vegas. Okay, so Nace August. It still is in Vegas. Still, still in still Vegas. Going. Still going on. <laughs> but locally, FSAE has opened their registration for their July conference. Now, where is that one? Hilton Bonnet Creek. So Orlando. Yes. Okay, and Laura Lee. Did you, uh, did you register already? Uh, no, I'm. I need to check the schedule. I'm probably just going to do like a one day pass if they have that available. I think you're going to see a lot more of that. To be honest, the people that maybe, especially here locally, like sometimes when, when we have different conferences here locally, we'll stay at the hotel and we'll have the whole experience. But I feel like right now in this time, people will go for the day pass. What do you think? It's possible. I think I was. I need to look into that one, the FSAE. Mm-hmm. They, I think it, they probably would use staffing and stuff like that. So yeah. Those association people. So. I might be looking at that too. Okay. But you know what? It was interesting because that same week that FSAE announced they are happening, here's registration, that same week ASAE announced they're not happening and they canceled theirs. And where was theirs supposed to be? Vegas is my guess. I feel like Vegas is a very safe guess. I feel like everything <laughs> happens in Vegas. It's mm, um, fine, Vegas. But yeah, so ASAE canceled. Yeah, okay. So Yeah, ASAE was supposed to be at Mandalay Bay in Vegas and they canceled. So they just completely canceled. Yeah. Okay. So completely. It's, it's interesting that, you know, like, it's like the parent organization mm-hmm. is saying, nope, we're not doing it. We don't think it's safe. We talk to the guidelines. Like, we say no. And then the and high then schoolers throw out. a party while their parents are out of town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, maybe because it's a smaller conference and they can. And it's, I get it. It's global, right? So it's a global format, local. It's central. It's here. It's just Florida. People are People probably can driving drive. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Dave loves a good drive market. Yeah. Love the drive market. <laughs> so. well, that was another thing they talked about on the webinar is how rich Canadians are and that we should pour all of our money into marketing to them. That's you, what we should have said was our that? favorite part of Canada. Yeah. We love those Canadians coming down here. They're like, yeah. they've got all the money and yeah. they don't mind spending it. Yeah. We're like, well, that's cool. We've Quebec got- license plates? Let's go yeah. chase after them like uh, lawyers after an ambulance. There you go. <laughs> Guess who is reopening this week? We're very excited to be a, a part of this. Really, today, yeah. this afternoon, the Swag and Repeat team will be stopping into Top Golf. Top Golf. This is great. I love golfing. I'm very excited about this and uh, I'm very excited about their team being able to reopen and you know start another chapter 
and just continue on with what, with what they've been doing. I'm interested to get over there and see all of the changes that they've done to their protocols and safety and cleanliness. And Adrian Six was the one that invited us yeah, over. Yeah, she reached out and said, you know, we're doing this and this and this. Come see it. You know, don't believe me. Come yeah. actually and see it and experience it. So she's having us out Monday afternoon. We'll, I'm sure we'll take hundreds of pictures and hundreds. put them all over. I'm going to use my At disposable camera and have to get them developed. <laughs> we're going to be able to wind it up. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys don't even know what that means, do you? Yeah, no, we you, still have a wind. Do you have a wind-up yeah. camera? Okay. You have to like, do nothing. the thing and like wind it, <laughs> okay. and then you can take a picture. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, have you yeah. ever seen that? I do. I do. Yeah. But I liked how... Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how Topgolf uh, was talking about how they wanted to show us how a quote-unquote outdoor venue is using best practices for CDC guidelines. They explained that from bay to bay or T to T, it's 11 feet apart, so you're already social distancing. Mm-hmm. But then uh, we actually talked about this on Ladies Networker last week, all the cleaning they have to do. Like, but not just the clubs, but also like every ball because I touch the ball and all those balls. Ooh. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, I guess they do, huh? Maybe they'll just do some Lysol spray over them. This is a nice the machine. Breeze. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that will be very interesting to see how they're doing it safely. And that's exciting that they're opening back up. And we're excited to be a part of it. So thank you to the Top Golf team for inviting yeah. us out. We will have more to report. So we also have Disney Springs, and we announced this last week, mm-hmm. but they are going full strength with opening, well, not full strength, but partial strength, partial with opening strength. May 20th, strength. mostly their third-party venues. Yeah, so anything that's not owned by Disney, basically. So those restaurants that are not specific to the Disney property, those are the ones that will be opening first. Um, and I guess that they just wanted to give me a really nice birthday present. So they're going to be oh. opening on Wednesday. Are you going to go there? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to get out there that fast. No, I'm good. So Universal opened this week mm-hmm. or last week. Actually. City Walk, yeah. City Walk. And just in the first day we saw the I saw the flyover video of people in there. And it didn't seem over overwhelming or crowded, but there were definitely people partaking in it. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be at capacity anytime soon, but it's gonna be busy. I mean people want to get out. It's been nice weather. I mean Yeah, the weather the really part. has been really nice. But I mean what can you really do there besides walk go to around, a restaurant really. and walk I mean, around and buy an eleven dollar beer? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah. Um, and pay for parking, maybe? No, parking is free. Okay, I did good. say that. Yeah. Good. Can and you imagine, no valley parking. right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't... Well, that's another thing that they have to look at is valley parking. Like, I know that they're not doing it, but in general, in other Everyone. places, mm-hmm. is that safe for the valley? You know, like, there's somebody in your they car. They can get in there and they can cough and then close it in. And I, then I open the door. <laughs> and, it, and it just hits you in the face. Selena just ended the valley parking profession Sorry, right there. No, it's, it's fine. They just... Well, Dave's like, I do I, staffing I, for that. That's actually... <laughs> 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 Thanks, but something to think about. See, so these, we're continually to be um, challenged by all of these things. So it's nice to be able to talk through them and see what those solutions can be. So yeah, I was telling Dave this morning that every single day there's something new that we have to consider and mm-hmm. talk about, like things that you never even thought of or imagined. Yeah. Now you're like, oh wait, what about this? Yeah. So it is interesting to see how we're all moving forward. This morning you went to Wawa to get like some coffee and breakfast, whatever. And the second that they stopped letting me make my own coffee, I was like. Wait, why? And then I was you like, You don't know oh. how I do it. Yeah. You, you can't don't. do it like I do. You're like, ma'am, it's black coffee. Like, that's all you have. It's, it's, <laughs> it's but I poured it the right angle. Yeah, You're not going to yeah. pour it at that angle. It's a different temperature. You did this. You burned my mouth. Um, well, and then their donuts, like their entire case now is like prepackaged type mm-hmm. things. I need to see they it. They don't taste the same. See? I, I ate them. They're, they're not the same thing. See, these so. are my challenges, but you know what? We're safer and we're we're alive, so that's great. Um, but you're right. There's a different thing every day that we have to to look yeah. at. Let's talk about Yolanda Hughes selling cheesecakes. Yeah, so we talked about Yolanda recently. She was a rising star winner for MPI Orlando, and she's been posting that she's selling cheesecakes. They're like little mason jar she's making cake thingies. Yeah. From scratch. Yes. Wow. Okay. And uh, she has her company is called either Events by Yolanda or Sweets Sweets by Events by Yolanda. Is what this Sweets is. by Events by Yolanda. So if you want to order them, the flavors that came in last week, for example, were peanut butter chocolate cheesecake brownie. That's one. That's one. Oh, wow. She likes to do a lot of things in one. Yeah. Sweets by Events by <laughs> All of them. <laughs> uh, German chocolate cake, funfetti cake, and turtle cheesecake brownie. Be on the lookout to see what she's doing this week. It seems like there'll be different flavors every week. You pre-order them, and then the following week is when you can deliver or pick Just them up. Just to pull the audience, like I would be a funfetti person in that situation. Yolanda, if you're listening. Well, I don't like chocolate, so I don't that... like cheesecake. So as long as there's no cheesecake, I just want the fetty <laughs> <laughs> and the fun. I can yes. bring my own fun. I just want the fetty. <laughs> bring Joe the fetty. Yes. Arthur's donated forty eight hundred dollars to the Foundation for Foster Ch- Foster Children, and this was just from a one day event. 
Yeah. So we talked about on uh, Cinco de Mayo, there were two organizations that basically did major events. So we talked a lot about the one that happened at the Macy's parking lot at Florida Mall and how they were ra- raising money and donations and everything for Women's Shelter. Do you know which one? It's the Center for Women and Children. Yes, that one. That same day. <laughs> He's like, I read I read the script. It's right here. Yes. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Good. That same day, Arthur's was doing their Fiesta de Mayo event where it, it was there was a DJ, there was music, it was combined with Foundation for Foster Children. They provided food. It was really cool. But to see that they raised forty eight hundred dollars to donate and then they did this like publicity picture of actually donating this big check. That's really Kinda cool. love the big check. The big check. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even um, when the big check has $5 on it, it's still a big check. It's still a big check. Yes. You bring that to the bank. So oh, that's yeah. what I love seeing is locally how all these organizations are doing the best that they can to raise money for, again, local organizations. Well, guess who we have here today? We're the luckiest. We are the luckiest. Yes, we have Laura Lee Shapiro. If you didn't hear her intro, she is the Global Account Executive with Conference Direct. Sure. Goodness. Tell us about that. So what is Conference Direct and what is a global account executive? Conference Direct is a full service meeting solutions company and we do everything from hotel site selection to uh, conference management, housing, registration. We've got a whole technology team as well that does uh, mobile apps and of course they do virtual meetings. They seem to be our busiest department at the moment. My my main focus is on the hotel site selection and contract negotiation because that's where my background is, is on the hotel side coming from hotel convention sales. So that's what I focus on. But I refer a lot of my customers to our conference management team that helps them with the planning and execution and being on site if they need that for their programs as well. So I know you do, you said you do a lot with site selection and I'm interested to know, cause I don't really know that side of the business. Can you tell us a little bit about some tips and what you look for in picking a good site? Yeah, I really compare it to putting a puzzle together. It starts out with asking my clients a, a lot of questions to find out about the program. See, I just sit out for you. And a boot. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) finding out what the program looks like, who the attendees are, what they're looking for, where they've been in the past, especially for incentive programs, what worked really well, what did not work really well. And then I take all those pieces of the puzzle and I try and put it together and find them the ideal hotel or resort that's going to meet all those needs or at least the majority of them because I don't think anything is ever a perfect fit. But that's that's really where my focus is is on, on trying to match them up. So I've noticed lately that you have been busy with YouTube and setting up a YouTube channel and kind of learning how to become a YouTube sensation. Can you talk about that? Well, I don't know if I call it a YouTube sensation. <laughs> I mean, I would. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank famous. You. I got my own little fan club here. That's awesome. <laughs> this is all it takes is yeah. this fan club. We're yes. <laughs> we're in for it. Yes. You, you guys are so influential. I can't wait to see the number of subscribers jump up. <laughs> Keep <laughs> so waiting. You just wait. It might go into the yeah. double digits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already at double figures. I'm aiming for triple now. Well, we so could push you over. But uh, seriously, yeah, so the the YouTube channel is my name, Laura Lee Shapiro, your hospitality pro. Like everybody else, I have a little bit of downtime at the moment. Once I finished rebooking the majority of my groups through 2020, I started going through all these pictures that I have on my cell phone, and I've done a lot of site inspections. So I thought, well, let me figure out how to get these pictures out to the world. So I have them in photo albums on my Facebook page, but my Facebook page is it's really just for friends and family. So I created this YouTube channel and I started getting into video production. I purchased some software that is is child proof and I figured out how to do this. So I started out just making these little videos of my site inspections and I've got about 20 up there already. And then I started recording educational tutorial videos because I've been writing a blog for years. I know that video is is more powerful than blogs because people are lazy and they'd rather watch a video than read. So I've started turning a lot of my blog posts into videos and mostly the tutorial aspect of it. For the tutorials, um, I, I don't have a lot. I've only got about half a dozen up there, but I've got about two or three more that I'm going to record over the weekend. I've hired a, a very talented teenager in my house to do the <laughs> editing. 
and he just kind of picked it up and he's doing a fantastic job with it so i'm i'm embracing youtube the age of video and i'm excited about getting back out and traveling and doing more site inspections and more videos trying to get my my subscribers up to i don't know maybe 25 or 30 people I definitely think you can get there for sure. I've seen the content on for LinkedIn specifically, and I really enjoy being able to be there for the site visits and, and looking at places that I may not have thought about in the in the previous years to visit. And then I see them and I'm like, wow, those are those are really nice. So I can definitely say that I am following your post for sure. Uh, and I really enjoy them. So thank you for that. How can we find you? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, uh, the YouTube channel is my name. It's Laura Lee Shapiro, your hospitality pro. And I post those videos on my LinkedIn profile probably once maybe twice a week and and linkedin is laura lee shapiro cmp and my website is laura lee shapiro so as long as you know my name and google search type in laura lee shapiro i'm probably about the first 10 or 15 posts that are going to show up on google rankings under my name so then you can find my youtube channel my website linkedin etc lots of ways to connect with so one of the questions i was going to have is what are you doing to stay busy during this time frame but i mean that basically sums it up converting blogs to videos yeah i've been doing a lot of the video stuff and and trying to clean off my cell phone but i've also turned into a bit of an education junkie i do probably two to three webinars a day through one of the industry organizations i've been taking some of their educational content that they offer and added another designation to my name, the CIS, which is Certified Incentive Specialist. I've worked with incentives for over 10 years in a variety of capacities, so I figured I might as well get the education and tag on the initials. So I did that, and I'm working towards another incentive designation, the CITP, but that'll probably be probably a, a year to two years away from getting that designation. It's kind of like the CMP as far as the benchmark of experience and continuing education hours that you need before you can sit for that exam, but I'm, I'm at least 12 hours into the educational content on that one. Yeah, between YouTube and, and education, I've, I've been keeping myself busy and trying to fill my day so that it's a, a regular full work day every day. If I could play Scrabble with anyone's designations, I would want yours because you could probably get a triple word <laughs> score out of that bad boy. <laughs> All but, of the acronyms. But also congratulations, adding acronyms <laughs> to your name during this time. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You mentioned it's an or- industry organization. Is it SITE? Yes, I uh, I joined SITE. Uh, I'm already very active with MPI with the Orlando chapter. And I joined the Southeast chapter of SITE. They also have a Florida Caribbean chapter, but I opted for my my own reasons to, to join the Southeast chapter because more of their events are driving distance, much as I would love to go to industry events in the Caribbean. <laughs> the, uh, the travel cost for going island hopping is a little bit more than driving to Atlanta or South Carolina. Sure, sure. That definitely makes sense. Absolutely. But I'll, I'll attend the Florida ones. When Florida does you know, events within and around the state, I'll attend those because you can join as, a, as an affiliate, I believe, to other chapters. And so I'll, I'll take part in that. You talked about how you are able to reschedule and, and have been rebooking some of your groups. What are your thoughts on the trends on that? How is the industry going to come back? Uh, what do you, when do you see that coming back and, and what direction are we heading? Well, from my own personal, I still have a couple of groups on the books for the fall, late September and, and November. We are looking at possible hybrid versions, smaller audience and live streaming it out to those that are attending virtually. They're not talking of canceling just yet. Fourth quarter is a little too far away to make that call. In my opinion, I think we're going to come back first quarter, second quarter of 21. It's going to look different. There is no going back. I I honestly believe that. That's going to take probably four or five years until we get back to the way it used to be. The days of bragging that we had 15, 20,000 people come to our event, those days are gone. Nobody wants to brag about that anymore. So I think it is going to be more regional. They're going to be smaller. Hybrid, I think, is definitely going to be the new buzzword. I'm excited about that because I think there's a lot you can do with hybrid as a format, but I don't think face-to-face is going to completely go away because it's in our DNA. We're social beings. We need we need that connection. For anyone that's ever attended any sort of a face-to-face event, you know that that's, that's where business gets done. That's where relationships form. Whether you're hanging out with someone at the lobby bar or you're walking the trade show floor or you're chatting with someone at a round table in a breakout session, exchanging ideas, this, this 
this is how all businesses, not just ours, but this is how all businesses function. To completely take that away and be virtual, you just can't do it. I mean, I just had this conversation. Uh, I did a, a webinar last week. It was an MPI one from the New Jersey chapter. They, they made it free and they opened it up for everybody. And it was Tyra Warner talking about contracting. She's one of the brilliant legal minds of our industry. And I've seen her speak many times in person. For as much as I enjoy the content and her legal genius, it's not the same as being in the room where you can interact and put your hand up and say, now, hang on a second. Can you back up for a second? Talk about it. You can't do that when there's a hundred people virtually and everybody is muted, locked off, and you're basically just watching a screen. There's only so much engagement you can do in the chat room. So uh, virtual is okay. Hybrid will be better, but nothing really is ever going to replace face-to-face. That, that, and that's my opinion. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't consider myself one of the, those industry experts, but I've certainly been around long enough, 30 plus years, that I've been through the 9-11s, I've been through the recessions and airline strikes and volcanic ash and SARS and various other things. So I know we're going to come back from this. We just need to be resilient as I know our industry is. I got to know you a little bit better last summer when I saw you speak at some of the conferences. Do you have any plans to continue that uh, when the live events continue? The only one really that I'm committed to for speaking at the moment is the, the S. Yes conference. I did a session last year at SES. It was just a one-hour breakout on understanding the RFP from planner side and the hotelier side, and it was very, very well received. So I have been asked to come back, and that's now going to be about a two-and-a-half-hour session, because the one negative is everybody said it wasn't enough time. So that is that is the only speaking engagement that I have, other than the Orlando MPI chapter. If they ask me to come in and do something as a, a monthly event or a coffee talk, I'm happy to do that. But I honestly, I don't have aspirations to become a professional speaker. That's that's not where my passion lies. So what did you do before Conference Direct? How did you get into this part of the industry? I got into Conference Direct shortly after my hotel sales career ended when uh, a hotel I'd been at for about seven years was sold. So it was new ownership, new management, new brand, new everything. That's when I came over to the planning side. But I'd been in hotel sales for a number of years and I'd also been working for a destination management company and an off-site team building venue. Earlier in my career, I was in food and beverage management. I managed restaurants. I was an assistant clubhouse manager and golf tournaments coordinator. I've, I've kind of done it all. Yeah, sounds like, <laughs> like it. Like I said, I, I've been doing this over 30 years. So when I say I, I've been working with incentives from various roles. Well, when I worked for the DMC, I handled inbound incentive. My largest group was 1,600 people in two waves and doing team building, zip lining through the rainforest kind of stuff. And restaurant management, when I worked at Skydome, when Blue Jays played there the first two years, I, I worked in one of the restaurants there. So I've, I've worked in just about every facet of the industry in my 30 plus year career. With that being said, and I'm sorry if you mentioned this already, but what is some advice that you have for those type of venues, for restaurants, for different venues that are going to be hosting? You mentioned that hybrid's kind of the way that people are going. What's some advice that you would have for those venues that are trying to get ahead of the curve? Just accommodations. Yeah, for accommodations for guests, like what's going to change that they can that maybe they haven't thought of? Be forthcoming from a planner's point of view. What I would like from hotels and restaurants is to just be honest. If you can't accommodate what we need you to accommodate now, then be honest about it and let's figure out a solution. But I know people are going to be hungry to get back and, and get that revenue recovered. But you need to be honest about it. Don't don't see the dollar signs. If, if you really can't do it, then go straight with me about it and say, you know, we just can't accommodate you anymore as opposed to seeing the dollar signs and say, well, we're going to make it work somehow because we need the business. That's not going to serve anybody in the long haul because it is a relationship industry. We're all in this long term. Absolutely. And we're definitely rebuilding those relationships and almost starting over with, with the new norm. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, my pleasure. I appreciate you guys having me. I love listening to you when I go from my walks. And Joe, your lap is infectious, by the way. <laughs> Some would call it other things, but I appreciate the feedback. This is going to be a, a long walk for this one. <laughs> 
And we're back. Wow, that was great. Thank you so much, Lori Shapiro. Yeah, the knowledge that we've had the past few weeks and, and all of our, our guests that we've had over the past weeks, months, I mean, past year, we're what makes up this industry. And to have a legacy person like Lori Shapiro here today, it was just awesome. Real icon, someone you can learn so much from. Absolutely. Hopefully you're all education junkies and this podcast is hopefully helping facilitate education in some way. And if not, if you haven't learned anything yet, well, this week is the week because (laughs) we have some upcoming uh, events happening here. Let's talk about the RSVP. We have a lot because we are going to cover two weeks because we're going to take next week off. That's true. Yeah. We have two weeks worth of events to talk about. So start with BBJ and their summer trends event. So BBJ Linen, there's a link somewhere on Facebook and maybe we could post it on our group too, where you can register for their upcoming webinar that they've been doing. They've been doing them for months, but now it's kind of live. They streamlined it through an Acuity registration link. Today at two o'clock, they are doing a webinar on summer trends. So that'll be fun for everyone who's missing design, missing planning. Even if you're not working on anything right now, it'd be cool to go in and see like, what are the colors? What are the linens, the fabrics? What are they expecting for summer events? Do you think classic blue is still the color? I mean, that's the color of the year. So it has to be incorporated somehow. For me, summer and blue makes sense with the ocean, but you know. But we're also in Florida. So maybe people in Iowa are like blue. Mm -hmm. Who knows? We'll see. So that is happening today at two o'clock. Then on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday we have a virtual webinar with Visit Orlando on how event planners are managing through COVID. The speaker is David Blansfield. He's the executive vice president and group publisher for North Star Meetings Group. So this is going to be a really cool view from from the Visit Orlando team as to what we're all doing and how we're getting through this. And, you know, I feel like some of these topics are becoming repetitive. So I'm waiting to see like what the aha moment is on this one. I did this a couple weeks ago. I went on the Inquisitor's Happy Hour, which will take place again this week with Chris. McLeod? It is. Yeah. She invited me yesterday. It's at 5 p.m. on Thursday afternoon. And I will be there this time. I tried to last time. There were some technical difficulties. I got lost in the shuffle, but it's happening this week. I think this time I'm actually going to buy some Inquisitor wine. Beforehand. Can you buy it? during? Oh, beforehand. Oh, beforehand. Is that what you're supposed to do is you go get some and then you get you're to You're supposed enjoy. to buy all four bottles, open them all up, uh-huh. and then she's going to walk you through. And you're tasting. So this one is about the bubbly, she said. Oh, is it? Okay. So that, or that's what it, the little quote was on that one. So I would definitely get a bottle of the bubbles for sure. I don't think I drink enough champagne, so that is good. This is a good time for it. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get a bottle of that. Maybe I'll get one for my birthday. And reading through, mind you, I am no wine expert, but it looks like they're diving into their Methode Cab Classic Sparkling Pinot Noir. I wouldn't call that Everything champagne. about that sounds perfect. It's bubbles. So like, yeah, it's, yeah any, if it's not from Champagne France, it's not Champagne. Champanda would, would let, let us know that for sure. I saw that thing you posted about her that's hilarious. So this is a sparkling Pinot Noir is what mm. basically this is. Love it. Delicious. At the same time or a little bit after, starting at 530, Wise is back. So we mentioned that Wise started in Orlando earlier this year, and I was so excited to go to their events this is the Women in Sports and Events Association. They started an Orlando chapter recently, and last week they started this virtual education series. They're doing one today at 5.30, and this one is a virtual workout, so you can work out together. They're also doing one next Thursday at 5.30, so this is May 28th, and that one, the topic is financial fitness. Fitness and financial. Yeah, somehow. Making your money work out for you. That's marketing right there. That was good. She's in sales. All right, next, what do we have? We have NACE. They're doing a webinar series. It's all week about exploring the future of catering events. And then the Rosen College is starting off, they're starting to kick off a series of webinars. It looked like they had like seven or eight of them over the course of the summer. Uh, so you can check those out. The first one is Research, Recovery, and Reskill. So Research, Recovery, and Reskill is the name of the webinar series. And that's what all of these are about. The one that I think is happening on the 29th, this is the one that was interesting where they, it looks like the topic is anticipated travel and tourism trends as a result of COVID. Mm-hmm. But in there, they'll also talk about revenge tourism and also thoughts on COVID-19 and restaurants. I want to hear what revenge tourism is. I know. It just um, sounds awesome. So we shall see. Check it out. Talia is doing some workouts and Selena knows all about them. Of course I do. So if you know Talia with progressive transformation. If you know Talia. That's right. <laughs> Talia is usually at the PPN luncheons, right? Yeah. So she's doing this thing. I believe it's every Tuesday and Thursday. It's a 15 minute Zoom workout. So basically it's a reminder for you throughout your day. I think it's at like 1130 every day to go on and take a moment to breathe and stretch and work out for 15 minutes. I think we could all use that. Time to close up because we've got to go until Frisco's needs to open. But And we've got to take a week off too. Yes, we are taking a week off. It may Man. take you two weeks to listen to this one podcast, so you're welcome. Yes, uh, we haven't taken a week off in a long time. It's been a minute, yeah. yeah. We got two coming up. We have this one and the July 4th one, so. Well, we're going to have fireworks we'll every nice night. nice breaks. <laughs> 
<laughs> but when we come back, we have two great guests to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pam Clark of K&M Rentals will be on our June 1st show. And then we got Gabby Marino of, what is it, Gab with Gabby? Gab with Gabby. And in the imprint group as, as well. Uh, she will be here on June 8th. So make sure to listen to that. Where will we see you this week, Joe? Goodness. I'm going to try to get into a couple of the webinars uh, and then obviously try to hit that virtual happy hour with the Inquisitor. Pick up some bubbles and and join on into that. And you're going to celebrate your birthday too. I am. Okay. I don't know how yet, but I am. Selena? Yeah. So I blocked in today Summer Trends by BBJ in between two other events that I'm doing. Like, So it fits in perfectly if nobody goes over their time. And then I'm so sad I missed out on the last Inquisitor happy hour. So I'm definitely going to try to put that in my calendar. Dave? I think the only thing I'm going to do is the Inquisitor. Happy it's the only hour. thing you need to do. Look at yeah. you. You're oh no, right. I'll do I'll do the visitor Lando thing probably. Oh yeah, probably. I think I'm talking somewhere. Of course you are. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I'm doing this. This is totally extra credit. But I'm doing a three minute talk, kind of a little, little mini TED, TED talk. talk yeah, yeah. About 75 million reasons you should come to Orlando. In are you in it? Wow. In three minutes, I'm going to sell you on why you need to come to Orlando. Oh, I know. This is going to be like Chumbawamba, where you're like talking it. really fast. 75 million reasons because of oh, visitors. People. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why I needed cute. that updated number so I could say if it's 76 million reasons. No, they wouldn't give it's me 75. Two. Still yeah. 75. I even asked Libby Anderson to her face and she wouldn't tell me. No. I know she knows. <laughs> so that's it. That's all I'm doing for the week and then maybe I'll go to the beach again. All right, everybody. Have a great week and enjoy the next weekend as well with Memorial Day coming up. We will catch back with you when we're in June. See you in two weeks. Bye. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.